millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Papa Menno, and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing today? Oh, uh, have you ever had a tension headache? No, I've never heard of that before. Did you say, like, like, did you, wait, did you say attention or tension? Like tension. Oh. Like, so. if you not grind your jaw and stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. I've never had that. In, like, never the muscles. So, I, like, I clench my jaw so much, and, like, I get locked jaw, the muscles, and gives me the biggest head. Anyway, so I've, Maybe I've had a tension that. headache like, all week. But besides that, life is good. Weather is amazing here. We're talking... 22, 23, 24, day after day after day of amazing weather. And I see people putting up shots of Toronto and it snowed yesterday. Absolute God status right now. I don't know why you're talking shit, because that's just regular Toronto thing, though. Like, literally, that snow disappeared in, like, 10 minutes. Baby, it's almost May, though. I'm getting, I'm, I'm at the beach, like, every day. It's 23, 24, like, day after day. I'm just saying. I know what you're trying to do here, and you're not going to make me jealous, bro. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not one of the people who is gonna get jealous about the fact that you having good weather in Vancouver. Okay, right but now no, in but Toronto, there are people who be listening. Place, but... There's people who listen that will be jealous. Okay, so that's it's, this isn't for you. This is for them and their pathetic selves. So uh, it's nice, man. Just been chilling, cool, and working from by the water and stuff. So you know how I do. Also, I suck I at working. From okay. <laughs> What do you say? I said I don't know how you do, but okay. Um, I, I I don't even know how I do either, man. Why you Why you trash at working at home though? Uh, I'm just I'm not getting shit done. Like there's no oversight in this job, really. <laughs> uh, like I just have like deadlines every like two weeks, and I I can't I can't I'm just I'm just sat here for three days straight and done like nothing. Just like Google and like I'm doing research. Yeah, that's that. about it. That does not surprise me in the least bit to hear that coming from you right now. Yeah, but I'll get it done. I, I get the job done. How are you? 
I'm good for the most part, man. I mean, like, it is what it is. Same old, same old. Like, I can't just know there's literally nothing different for the past year and a half. So it's a uh, same old fucking. That's true. Doug Ford's been fucking up as, as always. You see, he had an apology today, though. Yeah. I, I... Can you give us the rundown of it? Because I didn't really watch it, but I kind of watched well, it. Well, I cannot give you the rundown because I also did not watch it myself. I was like, fuck that shit. But no, I think it was just him saying he was apologizing for how he's handled the COVID thing. I don't know. I saw only 10 seconds of the beginning, and I was like, I don't give a fuck about this guy's apology because it's his actions that got us into this place. So it's going to be, it's going to have to be his actions for me to give him an, uh, to accept his apology going forward. So. I know there's like more than half the people probably didn't vote for Ford, but at what point do we take responsibility for like the fact that we're the people that put these people in? And Ford mainly won because of like yokels in outside Ontario, right? Like the outside of Toronto. Yeah, he got up on the wave of the same thing that Trump got off of in in 2016. So that's pretty much what pushed Ford into it. I, but yeah. honestly, there was there was a lot of places in Toronto that voted for him too, though it wasn't it wasn't solely the GTA and those outside boonie places in Ontario. There was a lot of blue in Toronto because they were also fed up with some of the shit that was going on with the past with the past government as well too. So I feel like anyone would have fumbled this in Ontario, though. Like, yeah, I was gonna say because you were just saying that. Like, at what point do we blame other people for doing this? <laughs> from what I've seen from the federal government, I don't think that even if it was a liberal in power. I still think that they would have done just as poor as of, of a job as Ford is doing right now. I mean, yes, obviously oh, it's easy to blame him because he's in power now and he did make the mistakes, but I don't think that anyone else from either opposition would have done a better job than what he's doing oh, right now. I think a lot of people would have been shit as well too. So. Oh yeah. It's, it's way bigger of like, it's a symptom of the problem. Like politics just draw in the most like self-serving, like to get that high in pol- politics and that far and, that like i just i don't think there's anyone really in the realm of politics right now that would do a good job um with that like handling you know if it wasn't doug ford it'd just be some other asshole or whatever self-serving guy so it's hard for me to get like it, it outraged at the individual it's just like you kind of give up on humans because like it continuously happens the people who get drawn to like politics and that power and stuff are always just not going to be great people so it just kind of feels like pointless and useless at times and everyone everyone fucked it up some other way too like you look at new york and like all that like i just feel like the people in charge are just like you're not you're never gonna get a good person for that so it's not surprising yeah power corrupts and on top of that it's we're electing the people for the people but they're not really for the people because the people that we usually elect are on a higher echelon of social status. And at that point, they just don't give a fuck about the people who are lower than them. Like, they don't give a fuck about the lower class at that point anymore because they're making so much money off of what they're doing in politics. And it's like, hey, I'm already taking care of my own. Why do I have to give a fuck about the people that I don't even associate with, I don't see on a daily basis. There's no need for me to reach out and do extra work to make sure that they're doing well when I'm taking care of what I'm doing right here. So. That's a problem with politics is that they get paid way too much. And at that point, once they make their money, they don't really give a fuck about anyone else. And it's easy for them to just be like, hey, like, I don't well, even, plus live, all the, I like, don't even live in these neighborhoods. So, Plus all the backdoor deals and, like, all the enticement and, like... Yeah, the extra money that you're making off of, off of putting legislation... Corporations and shit like that. Too, and being so. bought out. So, yeah. We've just... It's, it's all... We've gone too far now, too. And you just you just set it up. For it. Like I was reading this thing how I've read a lot how 
politicians like CEOs attract sociopaths so much more than um, other jobs and roles in that too. And I'm like, that's not surprising at all. Dude, you should have uh, gone think, into politics, bro. Yeah, I know, right? No, at the end of the day, I'm still like, ah. Like if I really want, I'm not even a cutthroat person, man. Like I just want to live my life. I think a lot know, of women out there might, might, might disagree with that statement. Screw over people individually, maybe, but <laughs> for, I, like I can, I can justify being bad to an individual person because they're like, oh, they had it coming. But like I have no. <laughs> that's how I do it, you know. Like if she didn't yeah, play, you're like the you're like the weird sociopath. You're the one with like <laughs> with like too many morals, so you could, you don't go too far off the one end. You still like keep yourself grounded in reality. Whereas yeah. if you were the full one, you could literally be out here getting tons of. I know, I'd be, dude, dog. If I had like no, if I got like I'd be eaten right now. If I go full sociopath, I'd be like it'd be fu- we'd be good. But like I'm like there's enough. I'm like ah, there's still a couple of good people and that. Like I don't mind. Like it's for me, it's individuals that I hate and stuff. But like for like communities and that, like I can't be out here like screwing black and brown people over. You know what I mean? Like on that, I can screw brown and black people over individually. Fuck you once you cross me. But on the big picture, I'm not trying to do that. But uh, what was that? The, the moral of the story is they just yeah, it just it was gonna happen no matter what. It doesn't matter for his. Doug Ford, Rob Ford, like Donald Ford, I don't know, like who cares? So hey, yo, Rob Ford might have been lit. I'm not even gonna lie. That shit might have been. It might have been more fun than this. He might have just been like, shit, let's just open some shit up. And he might yeah, maybe I don't know. I was too young to even pay attention to that stuff before. Oh man. Yeah. yeah uh, this is episode 86 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Um, I don't know where I was going to say something, but then I just lost my train of thought before saying it. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I guess we'll just start off with some random news from the past that I thought would be interesting because I did say we would keep up with this. I don't know if I said this or not, but Gorilla Glue Girl is pregnant. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. Yeah, uh, you briefly mentioned and then we got distracted. Okay, well, she's pregnant, just in case anyone didn't happen to know. And I think that would probably be the last news that we get from Gorilla Glue Girl going forward. Also, big rest in peace to DMX and Black Rob. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Black Rob passed away last week, I believe. And I don't know what the cause was. I think he, I'm not even sure what, what he passed away from, but he was still taking Oh, yeah, but I forgot about that. He was still taken too soon. He is, he did have one of the biggest songs. You might've heard it saying, whoa, these are for the fans who, who may not know, but he had a big song called, whoa. Uh, he was definitely a huge rapper. And unfortunately he passed two days before his daughter's 10th birthday, which is pretty sad, but rest in peace of Black Rob, rest in peace of DMX. Cause we didn't get to say it when it happened in the past episode. What, no, what'd you want to say? Go ahead. I mean, Black Rob was a big, like that bad boy era was pretty big for me. That was like right when I, that was one of my first albums too. And like, whoa, was huge too. Um, it was like, whoa, of course, dude was raised. He needed $50,000 for like his cancer or whatever was going wrong with him. And he fell 20 grand short. Like, and then Diddy's putting up rest in peace things when he, when the guy can't even pay his hospital bills too. Like, Diddy's a snake. I mean, uh, he reached out to him, though. But it's already happened out. from that, but he reached out to him. I mean, he still died. Like, and he it was $20,000 oh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Diddy could have saved him at that point, though. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know enough of the situation to really talk on it, but all I know is that, like, 
people were asking for Diddy to reach out to him. Diddy did reach out to him, and then unfortunately he passed a couple days later. But I don't know what you did done at that point. I'm also torn behind this because this is what Black Rob's deal was with Diddy, though. But someone else made a good point too. And so his deal was ten albums, my guy, five hundred k, and uh, and like a Rolls Royce. It was like some dope car. And that was the deal that he got in. And then I was like, yo, that's so fucked. But then I'm I'm also like, Diddy is playing the same. This is the same thing every like A and R and like music label owner does too. So like Yeah, that's very apt of the music industry. Like that is Yeah, but we want much. we want people like you can't succeed. Black black music owners can't succeed unless they treat black musicians the same way white music owners and ARs and stuff do too you know what i mean you mean treat them differently they can't treat them differently like oh you're diddy, saying they can't you're saying diddy couldn't you're saying diddy pretty much had to do what he did in that situation like, like they're yeah like they're just gonna if they want to get on the level of like white dudes and like jimmy Iveen and those guys okay yeah 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 they, you know what i mean because if it wasn't diddy it's some guy at fucking interscope yeah, and I mean, I don't know, like 500,000 back then does go a long way. Like, yes, it's still a pretty bad deal because it's 10 years. What is it, 10 albums you said? Not 10 years, 10 albums? Yeah, 10 albums. Yeah, that's insane. That's a lot of fucking music to be putting and out. And it also depends, too, if this was pre-Black or pre- I couldn't remember if it's pre-Woe or after either, so. That yeah, makes that makes a, a huge difference. Honestly. If you have Woe and you sign that, you're fucking stupid, though. Yeah, if, like it's already, if, it's, if it's already blown up, yes, and you sign that, then that's a terrible deal. Yeah, if you have the number one, like, already, like, then that's wild. But anyways, so it's kind of, like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard um, to really, you know, like, I was yeah, mad. But, but I was cheesed at first. Diddy doesn't so operate that like that anymore, though. I think that was something that Diddy used to do. I don't think he does that in his practices now. It seems like now that he has revolt and he's been – dealing with other artists and like different ventures and stuff. It doesn't seem like he's that snaky uh, business dude anymore from what he was in the past. I mean, we don't really know, but at least he's gone from like not snaky. And also his reputation is kind of like this. People know better with bad boy than before as well. But yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying though, to even to get to the point where you can now step on and bully like other companies, like big companies like that and invest in that he had to get through this phase too. Like, you know what I mean? So it, it's just kind of, I don't know to, how, how to judge him exactly, where his place stands. Rest in peace, Black Rob, rest in peace DMX. Definitely will be sorely missed. And yeah, let's move on to the next story. I don't know, should we go, we were talking about this off air. Like what's, what's the liking a friend's ex photo etiquette here? Because I know a couple friends who like have ex-girlfriends and stuff. <laughs> And we all like we followed each other, and you know we were friends when they were dating, so that's just the situation. But what's the etiquette on liking some of the photos? So I feel like sometimes they post photos, and I just feel like out of a duty to my friend, I just don't like their photos because I'm like I don't know what the situation is between both of them anymore. I don't know if they hate each other or what if what? it's a like, dope photo though. That's my problem though. Sometimes I do see a dope photo, I'm like, hey, maybe I should like this, and I'm just like, I don't know what the relationship is between them though so i'm just like i'll just rather not but but it, but there are some friends who do like some of the some of my boys they will like their ex's photo so i'm like does that mean that i can like it if he likes it like i don't know yeah that's, that's what i'm here asking you because i'm not sure 
what the actual etiquette is. But out of a duty to my friend, I usually just don't like it. I I mean, I guess it's I don't give a shit. So I like I'll like it, but I also wouldn't before because I know people knowing me and my old reputation think I'm getting at their girl. So <laughs> like I had to pedal back from that like back in the day, but now if obviously I'm not trying to like get at them and stuff, I'll like it. I don't care. Like grow up, man. Like we're like we're old now. It's a like like I mean, if it's some super thoughty picture and it's obviously you know those girls when they they get fresh out of a relationship, they throw up that like super sexy photo or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm not out here liking that, but if it's some common ground we have or the photo's really really dope, I'll like it. And if you come at me and we're, like we're in your 30s, man, you can't be getting mad over that stuff. So I don't think it's a big deal. I don't. I don't know. I yeah, but I guess it depends too. As well, I'm trying think, to think. I think it depends on the relationship that they might have had together. Yeah, I guess. Like, for if, me, it's if, just if the photos, if your, man. Fr- if your friend and their ex had a pretty bad one, like maybe they don't really talk to each other. Like, yeah, I, I guess it does depend on the photos too. Because if if it is just like a regular photo, like I don't think that should be an issue at all. But I don't like, know. Bro, they, we're not naming names here or anything, <laughs> but I had an ex who posts lots of selfies, like mere selfie type things. So if some of my friend liked that, I'd be like, what do you like about this nigga? Like, what do you like about this? <laughs> They're not like in the scenery or anything. It's her in a mirror. So I'd be like, okay, maybe. But if it's actually doing something, some dope ass view, like Mexico Beach or something, vacation in South America, okay, go for it. But if it's just her in the mirror in her bedroom alone. I'd be like, hmm. I still wouldn't even care, but I still be like, hmm. You ponder hmm. it. So yeah, that's 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 how I feel. Would you think you care though? Like if your girl, you and your girl broke up and Gabe Gabe sent it a like, would it be it probably how would you see that? I mean, if it's you, I'm questioning hundred <laughs> percent, bro. <laughs> no, no, for real though, I don't I wouldn't care. Per se, I, I wouldn't really give a fuck because there's a reason we broke up and it, that's like it just is what it is at that point. So I personally wouldn't care care that much. Um, also, it's just Instagram. Like, I don't think yeah. a like a like a like doesn't go as far as saying that like you're gonna you're smashing or you're you're going to smash or whatever, right? So, um, like, get your likes off if you want to. But does it depend if, on how they broke up too? Like, if she straight out dogged him and cheated on him all the time? Ooh. Like, then you should almost like unblock her, no? Yeah, I feel like if, if it's that bad of a situation, I feel like you probably shouldn't. But also, like guys don't really communicate though. That's another thing too. So I don't know. <laughs> a lot of my a lot of my guy friends, like I know they broke up, and sometimes I know like it was a little bit messy. But I don't know the full details on why the breakup bro- breakups happen. So I just don't like. And I'm not gonna inquire. Like I'm never gonna send a message be like, "Yo, bro, like why?" Like it's just it's to me it's just weird being like, "Yo, what what was the situation here? Why did you guys break up?" Like. If we're all drinking and like it comes up and they say it, then yeah, sure, I'll listen. But I'm never gonna be the guy to hit up, hit him up and be like, "Yo, like, what, what's the situation here?" So, oh yeah, fuck with, that. Without getting the communication, uh, and I know a little bit of the details, I guess, yeah, it does kind of depend on how they broke up too. But like, uh, I, I have a friend who got like the, essentially got divorced. It was like a like bad breakup. They had to split like the house and everything, and I wouldn't like her picture. You know what I mean? Like he hates her, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, divorce. And that's, he that's like obsessed idea. over bitching about her when we talk. So I don't, I don't think I'd ever like her picture just because she seems like a pretty awful person. Even though we follow each other, or did I don't even know if I do. But 
if it's just like if she's a dope person especially my homie fucked it up too though and she's dope then i'll like yeah i'm like fuck oh fuck yourself like i expect everyone to do that to me too in all my failed relationships like oh, i was obviously the best like as i don't expect loyalty from my boys if i was like not a good boyfriend either but most people aren't that rational but um yeah so for me if it's that bad then no but the rest of the time grow up yeah i agree i think i think we're at the age where it doesn't have to be an issue in terms of a like on a photo type shit, but you never know. Some people might take it the other way. Uh, Derek Chauvin found guilty in his trial. Finally, we get a little bit of justice. I mean, it's not really like I didn't even follow this trial, to be honest. Like there was nothing that was appealing to me about watching this because, you know, we've seen it a hundred times before. Pop goes on trial and they end up getting off despite what kind of evidence is thrown at the jury. For whatever reason, they're able to get off. Or any person kills like a black person and somehow they're able to get off. So to me, this trial was completely off the table for me. I did not tune in for one second. I did not watch any of the video clips that came out online about the trial. And I did not want to focus on any of the news stories that came out about the trial either. But it was good to see that he was convicted on all three charges. But it's such a small piece of victory that it didn't even really mean that much to me. Like, obviously, I'm happy that we got some kind of justice. But at the same time, too, I'm like, man, look at the state we're in now and everything that's happened since that trial with the killing of um, Don. What was his name? Dante. All uh, right. Yeah, Dante Wright. And then even like, I think it was like two hours after the trial, Micaiah, Micaiah, Micaiah got shot. Yeah, Micaiah got shot after as well too. So it's just like, look at the state that we're in after all the shit that we just went through with this trial and everything like that. So it was it was hard for me to be like, yeah, like I'm gonna praise this. Like I'm, I'm obviously happy a little bit, but at the same time too, there's just so much fucking work to be done that it was hard to be like, yeah, like this is a win. Cause it really, in a sense, it really wasn't. But what, what were your thoughts on the on the whole thing? It's wild to me. Usually I'm all for that trauma porn and like into it, but I guess as I'm getting older, I followed it when it first happened and all that. Like the trial you mean? What? You were following the trial when it first happened. No, so like when the floor, when the stuff originally happened with him, um, George Floyd. Yeah, everyone everyone watched that, bro. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? I was still like updating like what's going on. There's more cops involved. They're free now. Like, all that shit. Like, there's still so much stuff behind the scenes after it happened. Seems like everyone, like, got mad about it and they forgot it was still going on. And, like, no, no, no. I think, I think your memory is, has been wiped but off. But what? What do you mean there's still stuff? Like, okay, there's four cops. <laughs> there's so much for weeks it was playing out still. Yeah, when the, when the George Floyd shit happened, bro, that was literally when the Black Lives Matter movement in the pandemic was the, at its highest point. That's what I'm saying. We, didn't, so, we, like, did, we didn't move off of it, though. We were literally, everyone, the world was following that for months. I didn't months. say they moved off of it. Do. I said, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, they, they moved on to, like, the big Black Lives thing and that. But I'm saying, like, each individual officer is still following that closely. Like, oh, okay. Like, these people won't be charged. Like, that's small details. You know what I mean? Um, okay, okay. Of okay. it. But no, obviously it was huge. It's the one to set it off. I, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant the case specifically. Like I would follow the updates, like all the officers' names, the guy's background, his his wife who left him. Oh, okay, okay, dude, okay, okay, all that little yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and then now I'm just I'm done. Like I'm getting old. I'm. I didn't even watch the Bryant stuff either because I did, and I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> I just I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I'm exhausted. I've reached my point, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself because. 
you can't you can't ignore it you know what i mean but you get older and you feel defeated and nothing's going to change in your lifetime um and the case just didn't matter guilt like there's not it's still not justice um yeah it's not gonna man lost his life so and what? The system, a man lost his life like george floyd still died yeah. and the system is still at large like the system's still fucked up so Exactly. Bro, you know what I always forgot about that case, though, is that he was in handcuffs the whole time, too, though. Yeah, he couldn't, okay. he couldn't move at all. That's the most, like, how how could anyone justify that with the handcuffs part? Like, how did, he even, go to, how did he even go to trial? <laughs> like, yeah, like, video evidence for the world to see, and it had to go to a fucking two-week trial or however long it was to yeah, figure out so if he was guilty or not. This is definitely the least involved I've ever been, but... Uh, also, funny enough, when it's back in the news, I've got three. I got two emails today from job recruiters about they needing diversity in the workplace, and if I want to interview, and that I was like, "Yo!" And same with when Black Lives Matter was happening, all the 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 um, all that, like hiring black creatives and all that too, was good for the for getting job applications and that too. So it's just funny when all that stuff, like people, the companies go along with it, and everyone's like, "Oh, the tide's turning." But it's hard. It's hard for me to. This is the most, the least I've been involved or watched. I didn't watch the case, like the trial or anything. And people are always hitting me up too because they think I have to have some perspective or something on it. So I just didn't even engage in anyone because it's so exhausting to like explain it and feel like you have to justify and explain your opinion in that. So I definitely was the most removed I've been from any of these uh, trials or issues. For me. Like, same same with you. I'm just, it was too tired to follow a lot of this. Sorry, I'm a little bit flustered. I just got a message because you know I was telling you about me selling my TV. Yeah. Yeah, so one guy just messaged me being like, yo, I'm here now. Are you available? I'm here for- Oh my God. I never even agreed to this. Like this motherfucker never even told me I'm going to be coming to pick up the TV. So what the fuck is he talking about? Anyway. What are you going to do? Well, I'm, I'm recording. I'm not going downstairs to answer the door for some random who didn't even tell me that he's coming to buy it. Like, fuck that. He Does he know where you live? Stuff. I told him my address, yeah, but it's an apartment. Whoa, he's, not, he's not going to know the actual apartment building, though. Oh, uh, you didn't tell him which building you're in? No, no, I didn't tell him which building. I just said the street. Yeah, I don't know. That's wild to me. Yeah, I like, I didn't even, we didn't even arrange for him to meet. Like, he told me where, where I was like, where, he's like, where do you live? And I told him where I live. And I was like, can you pick up downtown? Then he just never answered me. Now he's saying, yo, I'm here outside for pickup. Bro, what the fuck are you talking about? You never, That's wild. You never even followed up. Um, I know. I, honestly, like getting insight to how people function in this world, I don't even, I, I don't even understand. Crazy, like, Craigslist and that, like putting up rooms for that shit and like doing all that and always showing rooms really showed me how stupid and weird people are. Trust me, like me looking for a roommate has been one of the biggest disasters too. Like I fucking hate that shit. Um, yeah, yeah, like, no, speaking of stupidity too, because this kind of falls in with, with what we were talking about just before. Like a lot of the people after the Chauvin trial, like really showed their true colors. I mean, granted, a lot of the people were were regular like assholes and really knew that. Like Tommy Lawrence tweet about the situation was pretty stupid. Like fuck her. But Ben Shapiro, I didn't see his, but I I can imagine how bad of a take he probably had. So fucking stupid, man. Um, oh my god! It's the, one of the takes was like. <laughs> If this something, the other thing happened, people would have said there would have been no justice. Oh, wait, no, I did see that. I did see that. That's how it fucking (laughs) works, man. That's how the law works. Like, what? What? 
I actually, this guy is supposed to be the fucking, the genius, the big brain of conservatism and rightness and stuff. And like, he's like, what, man? I can't even stand it. But yeah, anyways, continue. Dude, the way people can't like separate their party from their actual ideals. And it's so funny because conservatives are always the people who think that like, they're the ones who are, um, Facts and logic. And yeah, super smart. Emotion. They're, they're uh, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Free thinkers. They're the ones yeah. who think that they're free thinkers and they're not controlled by anything. But yet they can never separate their party from their from like things that actually happen. Literally, anything that happens, they always have to jump to, well, we're like, this is how conservatives think. So this, yeah. is, this is my take that it has to be. Like, you can simply admit that in this one instance, the cop was wrong. The cop fucked up. Just leave yeah. it at that. You don't have to jump and be like, hey, like maybe if this happened, then it would have happened this way. Like just literally look at it as a case-by-case basis as you guys continually yell out every time something happens. Wait for the facts. Let's look at it as a case-by-case basis. This isn't a blanket statement across everything, but yet they do the exact same thing. It's stupid to me. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. But yeah. I don't, did you see OJ shit? OJ shit was pretty funny to me. That killed me online. OJ, OJ put no, up a video. Oh, man. He put up a video about the case. And he was smart. Like, he, what he said, there's nothing wrong with what he said. It was more so the comments that killed me. So basically, all he was saying was that, you know, uh, Chauvin being on his neck for nine minutes, that had to be the cause for why he died. He deserves to get the punishment that he got. The jury was fine in the way that they deliberated and they came up to their conclusion. Like, nothing wrong with that statement. But the comments that I was reading after were fucking hilarious. Like, one dude said, <laughs> one dude was like, Finally, <laughs> finally, we get, sorry, finally, we get a, uh, we get a professional's perspective on this case. <laughs> I fucking died, man. And then some oh. other dude was like, yo, Juice, have you ever been on a high profile uh, trial like this before? <laughs> oh, man. OJ just, he doesn't give a fuck, man. He knows exactly what he's doing these days. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's crazy to me that he's just able to compartmentalize that whole part of his life and not have any, <laughs> like, remorse or sympathy or, like, any, just any kind of, like, self-assessment self, uh, of being, like, maybe I shouldn't say anything well, about that's why he's a, matters. But. OJ's a full-on fucking sociopath, too, though. Like, he almost, he cut her head so badly that he almost severed her head off. So, like... You've got to be a complete lunatic, so it's not really that surprising. And he's in the twilight of his years. He's going full fucking. Yeah, going. he's old as hell. So, like he, this is, this is. Yeah, it, it's honestly, it's so hard not to laugh. Like it's like fuck, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's so funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the. Let's move on to the next topic, though. Rolling Loud, twenty twenty one. They're coming back. Florida's open. I don't know if you'll know that out there. Florida is wide open. They don't give a fuck. And surprisingly, their cases have actually been going down. So it's kind of crazy that that's the case. But they're doing a much better job in terms of getting people vaccinated. So that's not that surprising. But Rolling Loud is claiming that they're going to be back 2021. Have you seen the lineup for the artists that they have on deck for this? No, but they always do pretty big. So Well, if you thought any of the past years were pretty big, this year is fucking astronomical. Because they have every fucking buddy. Like... There's not, I don't think there is one like B-list artist on this list. Literally everyone is pretty much really? an A-list. Well, there, there's, okay, there's probably some B-list artists. Yeah, I'm, but I know I'm what looking, you mean. I'm looking at it right now, but. Artists yeah. are starving for that concert money, that's why. Yeah, yeah, no, that that is exactly it. Because that's how they make most of their money off of touring and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, especially so. now, like, it's all concerts. So the fact that they have it, but like, look, like, look at this, for, for Sunday, 
like Post Malone's headlining, so he's the biggest name. But little Uzi Vert's name is one of the not one of the not one of the smallest, but he's on the second level. So he's like a smaller level act, which is nuts yeah. to me because he could be one of the headliners easily on any one of these days. But yeah, they got ASAP Rocky, they got 21 Savage, they got Little Baby, Playboy Cardi, Trippy Red, Rick Ross, Travis Scott, Young Thug, Roddy Rich, Kodak Black, Gunna, Sway Lee, Holy Don shit. Tolliver, Little Dirk, Nav, Polo G, Sheck West, Post Malone, Little Uzi Vert, The Baby, Meg The Stallion, Tyga, Gucci Mane, Rod Wave, Little TJ, Jack Harlow. They have every fucking buddy. Every artist who makes music is on this fucking list right now because like you said they're fucking starving to be on John, and they're all out here man. it's nuts you know the weirdest thing is how Fetty Wep second on the lineup already Yo, why do you always say his name like that bro I don't know how do I say WAP Fetty Wap bro it's Fetty Wap Fetty Wap <laughs> um, what do you um, mean yeah second you mean second line you mean yeah like yeah that's kind of nuts I would put him under uh, Fivio but I guess his music still is doing numbers I'm assuming I mean I, I go see him anytime just because of his old music but but yeah to have him yeah. yeah to have him second above some of the other people there I, I don't know that's kind of weird but um, that's crazy though yeah I'm looking at it right now fuck I and wish your boy uh, Shmurda's a special guest I don't even know what the fuck that's gonna mean but it's just hot nigga a hundred times over yeah like is he doing his own set or what like I don't know. It'd be a good time to drop some new music too. But yeah, would you uh, go to this if you could? Like, would you go, bro? You know what's so funny is I literally when you're talking about Rolling Loud, when you said that, I was about to go in and be like, "There's no fucking." I'm like, I won't even look at the lineup because I'm just like, "Well, I'm not going to fucking Florida during a pandemic and that." But then I looked at the lineup. I was like, "You know what? It's on my birthday. Like, if you give me fucking, I'm going." If I if I had spare money, I would I would go. I would I'm weak enough. That oh, I'd you, do it. So you would so you would go. Yeah, I would go. So would I. I mean, I yeah. want to say I'm like starving. I'm better I'm than st- <laughs> No, no, go, go, go. I want to say I'm better than people. I'm like, ah, but fuck, bro. It's almost been like two years since I've been to a concert. Um, if I had the money to and then also just like not to stay away for two weeks afterwards, then I'd definitely go. Yeah, this is the all honestly, this is the biggest, this is gonna be one of the biggest clout chasing moments. Because everyone who attends this concert is gonna be posting it online and being like, I was able to be at one of these concerts, and they're gonna be flexing out all over the gram and shit like that. But to be honest, I'm also starving for a concert. I miss live music. It's always been one of my favorite events to go to. Um, not rolling out specifically, but just going but out just, of yeah, anything shit. at this point. I fucking go to any concert at this point. Yeah, so for these three days, I would fucking love to be out there, especially Miami, man. Like, fuck. I've never been, but I heard it's a hell of a time, and fuck, I'd want to be out there listening to music, so. Yeah, no, I, I was going to be like, uh, I'm not going to that shit. Just looking at the lineup and thinking how fun that'd be. And I, I don't know, man. I also, too, music festivals are fun, but... I'm too old for them, but with yeah, all these the older, acts, the older like, you get, they are a little bit like, I don't know if I do the three day thing anymore. I think yeah, I could for do, sure. like, Which day would you pick if you could only get one? Oh man, shit. This is hard. Uh, okay. Definitely not number three. Number three. I'm not really that big on, to be honest. Yeah. Looks like it a would, day two did. I think I would go with, I think I'm going with day. Wait, where's ESTG? Oh shit, man! I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going with day two. Yeah. I'm going with day two. 
Because I like more artists on that one than any other than any other list. It's wild that ASAP Rocky's still that main headliner, though. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Either. Like, I don't get how Little Baby it. sells more. Twenty One sells more. Um, who else? I guess that's just on for the the day he's on. But the people here, like, I don't know. It's a, yeah, Roddy Rich. Like these guys, all Young Thug. Like they all did more numbers than ASAP did with his last album. I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's wild. Little Dirk, Nev. I guess ASAP still got that na- name recogni- recognition. I but, guess, but he's been out of the music game for so long. The fact that he's I know. crazy. But he is dating Rihanna, so. <laughs> so you're saying she slid him in there? I, she could made, you she not? Like, the most, she definitely could. That is true. That, that Fenty Savage shit has her. She hasn't, she's not even in the music game herself anymore. Yeah, I don't both, think we're getting like, another album because she's fucking rich off of her Fenty Beauty shit. So bro, she's gonna be she's gonna hit a Billy in a while. I'm pretty sure she's already hit it. I'm pretty positive she's at a Billy. Okay, well, either way, yeah, that she's a powerful woman. Also one of the sexiest on the planet. I think Man. Rihanna might have the biggest sex appeal ever, to be honest. Like just she, the way that well, she, she has that photos. personality appeal too, though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not even like obviously her body's banging and she's very pretty, but it's her personality too that I've seen. That's just like there's something about Rihanna, man. Yeah. And just when you see Definitely her, like, way better personality than Beyonce. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think B's. I think B's cool, but like she seems. She's always seemed kind of um, like she's more of the chill type chick. I would say. Rihanna yeah. seems like more of like a, a going party type. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the concert looks super lit. Yeah, this is going to be nuts. I, yeah, I get COVID for it. <laughs> All I right, on, it. on to some more music. Slime Language 2 also dropped last week, which I had no idea was coming out until the internet made me realize that it was coming out. You listen to the album at all? Yeah, listen to it. I don't know. It's it's way too long. Yeah. I usually never I say eight, this, but there was like over oh, 20 tracks. I can't remember. But. Yeah. And it just, it all kind of blended into one sound again. And there's so many features that it would, you didn't get enough of slim of, uh, holy fuck, Young Thug at all. Like, remember that six track EP you put out a while ago? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it was just all thug. Like, you know, it was just so, I wanted one of those more than <laughs> this, like, SoundCloud throwaway with well, so <laughs> many features you can even. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't go that far, but. What? I wouldn't call it a SoundCloud throwaway. It was, it was man, like I well, fuck. Like, it just, it just seemed like there was, like, no time or anything put into it. And, like, the songs just didn't mesh well, and but meshed too much. It was weird. Not a fan. And I wanted to like it. Fair enough. I mean, that's a fair assessment of the album. I, I kind of had some similar sentiments when I first listened to it, but listening back continually, it did get... It did grow on me some more, and I did enjoy it there were some songs that straight off the first list and i had to put into my uh into my library though because those were pretty slappers like um the track with rowdy rebel was an instant download uh ski was pretty dope for me too i really like that track and the one with little baby was an instant download for me as well too you like the one with drake no surprisingly not man i I maybe have to listen to it some more but when i heard it i was like "Eh." like people were snapping about it like i don't know if you saw bleach report and what they were doing the night it came out but, no, I didn't. So basically, they're doing that whole uh, that corny thing where they take three NBA players and they put like Drake, Little Baby, and Gunna on this track from Slime Language, and then they post yeah. it on okay, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So they're doing that thing, or they'd be like James Harden, a photo of James Harden, and like Slime Language Two drops tonight. And it's like 
James Harden like pondering or some shit like that. Yeah, I did see that. I did um, see that. So yeah, the internet was counting on counting them on that because they looked mad corny for doing that. Because you know it's some like regular white dude who's running their Twitter account. Um, yeah, trying to reach the urban youth. Exactly. So yeah. So I'm. Uh, so yeah, the Drake one. I heard it. I wasn't really that big of a fan of it. Surprisingly, I was like. I could have done without it, to be honest. Maybe I'll listen to it some more and it might grow on me. But as of this moment, I just wasn't that big of a fan. I actually didn't even add it to my library. Normally, I would have done that off of a oh, break in, in a Dunaverse, too. So I'm surprised. But for whatever reason, I just didn't really like the sound that they decided to do on that one. Uh, but it wasn't too bad. But the album was meant to be a compilation, though. That's the, the reason why I don't think you really gravitated towards it so much was because this is him showcasing the artists that are on his label and stuff like that as well as getting some of other artists and then putting them together. So it was kind of, it's more of a showcase for these guys. Yeah, to be it able sounded to like a, it, that's what it looked like. It looked like a fucking, it looked like a DJ Khaled album, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's the angle I mean? he was going for. Yeah, which is, I guess, but a lot of people don't know that or understand that either too, um, as well. So I think it, I think it was a bad look. Not a bad, I don't know, just, I think well, he I mean, should have. He's doing 170k, so it's not a bad look in that. It's honestly it's so weird though. He struggled to sell for so long, and then the last two years he's just been killing it. Well, his last uh, few albums have been absolute bangers, so. Yeah, but anyways, I think he should have maybe, yeah, somehow pressed it as more of a group album, or like, I don't know how they how they used to do it back in the day, um, to let people know because I know a lot of people felt like disappointed and felt like it was just a thug album that was shit. Uh, so I mean, and normally though, I, I've said this before, normally I don't mind people who put tons of music on their album and then I can just take it off and listen to the ones I like, but I guess I just think I have higher expectations for Young Thug lately and stuff. So it bothered me. Whereas normally if it's other people's albums and they put like 20 on it, like if someone like Little Tekka or something puts like, I'm like, okay, dope, whatever. I can take four songs I like, but with Young Thug, I want a classic. Yeah, I think if you're going into this expecting it to just be a Thugger album, that type of vibe, then 100% I can see you being disappointed because Slime Language has always been him putting on other artists onto his shit. So even in the first Slime Language one, granted, the first one did have more of him singing. A lot of songs were more focused on him, but it's always been something where he puts on artists that are on his label in order for them to get some shine. So he yeah. kind of did the same thing here, but he just kind of made it more commercial by getting bigger artists to also rap with some of the guys that he uh that he has on his label but i, I thought it was good i feel like if you listen to it and you pull off some songs you like you'll probably find a couple out of the 20 for sure um fair enough the one thing i will say though he can't be out here trying to make challenges go viral bro like i need him to stop doing that because it's so cringe to watch an artist try and force their challenge to happen and his challenge doesn't even have proper rules there's no like there's no step-by-step -step guide to do the ski challenge. It, when he first did his version, it was a thousand percent different from what he got Drake to do on his Instagram. And I even like Drake. Drake's version actually looked better because it made sense. Drake looked like he yeah. was skiing. When Thug did it, he didn't even look like he was skiing. So it was pretty. Oh, stupid. is that what? Why, but, I've been seeing that shit, and that's why people. I saw Kevin Hart doing it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, um, they're basically trying to make. Well, Thug's basically trying to force the ski challenge to be a thing. Granted, the song is dope and it should be a banger. But don't force challenges, man. It just doesn't come off well. It's not fun. Yeah, no, I can hear that. I, I can see that. Um, yeah, I, I don't, Drake did that kind of too. Like, they, they're just not the artists that kind of get that. I think that's more of a, like, upcoming artist type shit. You know what I mean? 
like those dances and that like established like artists with some older fan base i don't think need to be doing that and they just that's not really their look or anything either so yeah i feel like all those dances are all the ones that actually take off are like organic from smaller artists like is there anyone that's like really really established that had a dance like carry them uh does make count or is make are we saying makes up and coming too oh yeah but still for the most part i'm I'm right for the most part yeah if if meg's counting is up and coming because i mean she really only has two albums then yeah she 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 wouldn't be i mean then i wouldn't consider her like uh established and trying to do it um but yeah i I guess out of the established only drake's the only one i can think of and even that wasn't really even yeah even that but it wasn't yeah it wasn't like uh organic type blow up type thing so and it actually they did like studies on it It actually did really really poorly for how big the song was on tiktok yeah yeah i don't think it really uh garnered that much traffic from from yeah it's got it's one of those things that no one's really found out how to labels haven't found how to like recreate it like you can't do it though that's the thing you just gotta have someone do it off of your song and then let it go from there I don't think you can't yeah. force people to do it. They just gotta you can't tell them they, they can't do. force it though, because that's their job. Gonna, they're yeah, they're gonna try it, obviously. And I'm sure, I'm sure they reach out to influencers all the time to try and make it happen. But I'm just saying, oh, 100 percent, man. It, people don't understand it, how much, like, even like your influencers with like 5,000 followers still get like asked and paid a little bit to to push that shit and stuff too. Like the yeah. fingers, they have accounts that you think is like people, normal people, are just organically popular and stuff but they've been funded by like complex and stuff for the last year like even if they don't even if it's not organic it has to appear to be organic like that's yeah 100 percent. get it to go but yeah let's move on to something else this is pretty much going to be the last topic i guess uh the jake paul tr- fight sorry the jake paul fight between ben Askren and jake paul happened on saturday and it was a complete disaster. I really didn't. I really didn't even fucking enjoy this. I didn't even pay for this shit. I watched it for free online. I was chilling on my couch. You know, Saturday. There's nothing else to do. Can't really go outside that much. And you know, like I go out for walks from time to time. But outside <laughs> of that, I'm usually just chilling inside. So Saturday night, I was chilling. I think I was watching the Raptors game or the Leafs game or something like that. My boy hits me up, sends me a text message. Um, I'm only expecting text messages from like four to five people these days. So like, who the hell is texting me? I'm like. 11:30, and it's my yeah. boy he's like yo are you watching the fight i was like no what fight he's like yo take all ben Askren." i'm like fuck it's saturday i'm not fucking doing anything else i might as well you know throw this on so i send a he sends me the link i throw it on the first thing i see doja cat <laughs> he's out oh. here she's out here shaking some ass and you know how i feel about doja cat you know she's fine as hell but like she got she got some good songs too but i'm not tuning in to just watch to just watch her do a concert. And and the worst part about this too is because I'm watching a stream, buddy who controls the stream, I guess doesn't want the music playing from it. So he, yeah. he has black eyed peas on. So I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> I'm like, why is Doja Cat playing black eyed peas? And the sync actually worked pretty well. Like that's, I was lost for a little bit. I was like, yo, why is he doing that? <laughs> is she legit doing black yo, eyed peas right now? Up, that's how fucked up Corona's got you. I know, man, like it's crazy. Bro, I was actually yo, lost for- Doja Cat. Black Eyed Peas unofficial remix off a legal stream, my nigga. Like, that's how I wasn't bad hyped, your life but is. I, was, I was confused. I wasn't hype off it. Fuck out of here. You're, you got it bad right now, dog. You're like, I wasn't even mad about this. Like, 
I actually wasn't that mad, but <laughs> you hear yourself? Oh my god! But no, yeah, I was like, why is she doing this right now? But anyways, uh, so she she's dancing, and I find out, yeah, the guy's just playing music over it. Uh, and then the first fight I see is Frank Mir, who used to be a UFC fighter, and he's fighting some random dude. I don't really give a fuck about that. Um, and then after that fight, there's like literally another maybe hour and a half of straight up uh, straight up concerts. They got Justin Bieber who came on next. And then he was performing music and they had someone else who was performing music. I'm like, is this a boxing match or a fucking, like, a fucking concert going on here? Like a live streamed concert. Like, I, I don't even know what I'm tuned into right now. And the fact that Triller has this much money that they can pay some of these big artists and pay for their fights when I know at least 60% of the population who's watching that is watching off illegal streams is completely mind-blowing to me that they can just throw a bag at this. But finally, we get to the Jake Paul fight. And he comes out the ring. And you know how I, I knew something was off when they had a tribute about how someone who was close to him passed away. I think he was like his trainer. Yeah, his the trainer, trainer passed the away. And, yeah. And when he said that he had a dream that his trainer saw him beat Ben Askren in the first round within two minutes, I was like, I know some shit's going down here. I know for a fact Jake Paul is about to knock this guy out within the first two minutes of this fight. There's no way you can tell me otherwise. And they get into the ring, and what happens? <laughs> a minute, 30 seconds in, Jake Paul strikes Ben Askren dead in the face. He drops to the ground, and funny enough, immediately gets up. But for whatever reason, the ref goes, nah, you're not good enough to fight. So we're calling this a KO. And fucking yeah. Jake Paul wins the fight. I'm like, what the fuck? This is the most rigged shit I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a fight that rigged in my life. Did you watch it? I yeah, I, I mean, you. everyone deserves, like, I don't know. I can't even discuss it. Like, it is what it, like, these are YouTubers we're talking about here. Um, and they're doing their job right now. They're feasting off the corona, like, people at home. Because people are, were invested. Like, you realize people are getting invested. Like, millions of people turning to watch Jake Paul, a YouTuber fight. So, I have no empathy. I like Jake Paul more after this. Because he's just taking advantage of, how desperate people are for any sort of <laughs> entertainment. So, and gets the people talking. So I was, I, I was for it. And I don't have any sympathy for you guys who are like, it was rigged. Like, what do you expect from a YouTube star? No, I respect him getting a bag for sure. And I respect the fact that he has a grind to, to start boxing and stuff like that. But the, it was just so blatant. Like, come on, they, they could have made it seem better than what they did the reason why the reason why i like i didn't even pay for this shit i watched this for free and i was so upset by the whole night and everything went <laughs> down that i wish i got my money back money no, that, that i didn't pay i wish i got back i wanted to be one of those fucking conservatives online just screaming at the fucking internet for no reason like i wanted to be that that night you want your That's time back they owe you five hours <laughs> exactly yeah they they owe me the five hours back like you know how you know I how feel like that's what but I, okay, but here this is this is what you guys this is what people were paying for like that no one's paying to watch the fight like the technical aspect of Jake Paul they're fighting to see what fuckery was going to happen and that was fuckery Twitter was blowing up Instagram was blowing up people were arguing if it's fake or if it's not that's the most you're going to get out of some dudes like the Paul brothers and stuff too like this is what people paid for it really is this drama, like, it's not for an entertaining fight. Like, if someone was like, here, you want to watch a fight with some homeless guy on the street? 
who's as good as Jake Paul, you wouldn't. It's that's being in the news and the headlines, knew some fuckery was gonna happen. Or Snoop calling it, for it going viral, all that stuff. So th- th- you guys don't even deserve your money back or your time because you got what you asked for. I, I mean, clearly Triller's trying to prop him up as something to be to make money off of at this point. So you know, everyone will never put this guy against a legit fighter because then no one will want to. Oh yeah, because yeah, then yeah, once he once he gets crushed, it's over. They're always going to find bag after bag after bag. <laughs> Yo, that clip is so funny. When I first saw that shit, I died. When that Which one? The, the, the white kid who was dancing. Oh yeah, yo, I watched that like a hundred times. Yeah, you would. It's so dope. Shut the fuck up. You watched it too. Got to rip your half brothers out there. Yeah. White boy summer. Yo, that shit is canceled, bro. No, no. Let yo, me you tell see, you. I went to his page and the backpedaling he's trying to do now. Yeah, because it's over, dog. It's over for white boy summer. Literally yeah, in the well, past, I'm... in the past month and a half, all we've seen is some white people do some crazy shit, and now it's it's over, bro. Like, but you can tell he's back with like he's doing all these videos. Like, it's white boy and black woman summer and stuff. Oh it's yeah, like, no, yeah, he did he did like black king. Summer I want like only white boy summer. Like, we I want to bring bro. back slavery. Like, what? what I don't want this half ass shit. <laughs> it's not happening, bro. I'm sorry. It's not happening because he's weak. We need a real Aryan leader. Who all right, you start, yo, you start rolling them, bro. <laughs> See how well that goes for you. The funny thing is, yo, I should be able to fucking what's that? What's that called? Uh, appropriate white boy summer. Yeah, but the, 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 the that that part of the internet's not going to accept you, though. That's the funny part. That they it doesn't. It, they will. They will have to. <laughs> I will be their leader. <laughs> that's why. That's where your shit's going to fall apart. Is the part that you're trying to garner? They're not going to fuck with you. I know. It's unfair, though. I should be able to appropriate whiteness. That's oh, what man. I dream of. That's my Martin Luther King dream. I mean, I if want to appropriate if, white people. If you coon enough, they'll 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 let you in. Though, I don't know. Sure. I'll just start doing my taxes. <laughs> just just rep for Derek Chauvin. You're good. That's all. That's all. Back to police. Listen here, buddy. Yeah. Buster. Oh. Man. All right. So I'm fucking done with life. But yeah, that'll uh, do it for episode 86 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Oh, real quick. Do you know who? EP or EDP four five. Oh yeah, I just got on that last night. Yeah, I, did you watch the video? I watched the whole video, man. It was actually the no, funniest I, thing I, in my like, life. I got into what he's doing. Like this is like the first time. He, this isn't the first time he's been caught with that. Yeah, shit. he's been caught like six other times apparently. I did and not know that whatsoever. How are people surprised, man? It it it, it actually shocks me. I'm actually shocked that he got. Why? Because this, this guy is. I don't even think he's like attracted to like young girls he just thinks that's the only person that would maybe have touched his penis okay so i watched the video though he's had a girlfriend and he's he makes money you can be i've seen fat dudes pull man you just have to be funny and even if you're not and he is funny like he's entertaining people are entertained by his shit so he can pull girls like there's there's no excuse for him doing what he was doing he's got I mean, money no excuse. he's got there's money like, no yeah, go, go, go. no no i, I guess you, i yeah i don't know i was making an excuse for him that's just shit was just whack but i'm not i'm not surprised <laughs> The guy's off, though. You can tell insecure and fucking weird he actually Yeah, is, like, though. I know what you mean. I know what you mean by that level where he's, like, quote-unquote lonely or, like, that type of person. He um, hates himself, for sure. But, I mean, I think you'd have to. But, but yeah, it's uh, it's nasty out here, man. The fact that he got caught, and this wasn't even his first time. It was his sixth time. Um, yeah, Jesus, fuck, man. I mean, you got chances. 
is this guy gonna get? Because I saw the first one was like a year ago, and he was talking to a seventeen-year-old girl, like threatening her. He's like, "If this is, if this is one of those things again where I get trapped and caught because it's already yeah. happened." It's like, nigga, if it's already happened, stop. Like, exactly. The funny, like, yo, that's so that's so funny that you brought that up because he does the same thing in this one too. He's talking to a thirteen-year-old girl, and he was sending her threatening messages, being like, "Yo, if the police come after me, there's gonna be trouble." I'm like, bro, like, yeah, like how fucking broken do you have to be to to, to be like, I've been caught five times, but the sixth. Yeah, you want to know what's even crazier? You want to know what's even crazier? They asked them. They're like, so why, like, why are you attracted to younger women? Like, would you, would you be attracted to a 12-year-old? He's like, absolutely not. No way. No way in hell. I wouldn't do it to a 12-year-old. <laughs> and like, so what's the difference between a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old? He's like, I don't know, man. I can't tell you. I just can't tell you. It's like, <laughs> how do you make that distinction? Like, you, like I know. Apparently, apparently he was just straight up too, and they're asking like, "So you did this?" He's like, "Yeah, I did." Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. He he, he right. actually he actually copped up to a lot of it. Like they were asking him what he was doing. He's like, "Yeah." Like he knew he was caught at that point. Um, a lot of times, you know, like those guys are bullshitting. Like they be like, "Yo, like why are you here?" They're like, "Oh, I just came to you know drop off a gift for my friend, and I was gonna leave." Anytime they tell me they're gonna leave after, don't fucking lie to me, bro. Yeah, you don't show up to you don't show up to a thirteen year old's house with a cupcake and be like, "Oh, I was gonna leave after." Yeah, fucking right. After you were sending her. <laughs> You send her dick pics in your fucking Instagram DMs. Like, get the fuck. Yo, to catch a predator it used to be like primo television, man. Dude, I loved that show. It was so fucking funny. The guy showing up. One guy got caught twice by. <laughs> yeah, yo, that episode killed me. Like, how the fuck, bro? How the fuck? And then there's one where the guy was like naked. There's one where the guy naked and he came downstairs and there's just what's his face there. That white dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy's naked with, like, a beer, a can of beer. It's like, oh, my dude, God. Dude, he had to grab... I think they... I can't remember if he gave him a towel or he pulled, like, one of the pillows to cover his penis or some shit. Yeah, it was uh, it was wild. That show... They had to cancel it because one of the guys ended up killing themselves. Yeah, apparently he's an uh, uh, attorney general or some shit like that. Someone who worked yeah. in... in law and then they got sued that was that was beautiful tv though there right but there. apparently he's, apparently he's coming back the thing that's so good about that show though is that because it's like one you're, you're getting like the inside view on shit that goes on like that so that's already like peaking your interest like why are these sickos out here two you're catching predators like who's no, who's no one's against that you're cheering for the shit to go on like everyone wants to see the shit go down and then three um yeah, the guys are just crazy, and I guess Chris Hansen's just pretty good at, like, making them look nuts. Yeah, it's fine. Why would you even, like, sit down and engage on them? Like, I just run outside, like, cops arrest me. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you're not going to come out, like, the winner of this one. Dude, I don't know if you saw the pizza one. The pizza one's pretty funny, too. Oh, I've seen them all, man. I used to watch them on YouTube clips at work all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally one of the great shows. But apparently he's coming back. We'll, we'll see, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris. That'll, that'll do it for episode 86 of the Pops Culture Podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys can do us a huge favor, continue to subscribe, rate, review on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. And wherever else you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.